Welcome to the Husband Factory Podcast. I'm the host and founder, Makita Kamara Omensa. Join me here every week where I help single women meet good men and enjoy great marriages using proven faith-based principles. Now, here's today's episode. Hello, pretty lady. Hope you're doing great. I want to tell you today that God is with you, that he cares for you, that he loves you, and you have so many wonderful things that he has in store for you. I want you to be encouraged. I don't know what you may be going through, what you may be feeling, what you may be facing, but I want you to know that the plan of God for you is great. He has great plans for you. No matter what you see in front of you, don't look at what you see in front of you and definitely don't look at what you see behind you. Look ahead, look straight ahead and you'll see great things, things that are so much bigger than you had for yourself. God has for you things that you never thought you could have, things that your mom didn't have, your aunties didn't have. God has it for you. Don't be discouraged. Don't be dismayed. Don't look at your circumstances. Don't even look at yourself. Don't look at yourself and see yourself as small. Don't look at yourself and see yourself as not capable. Don't look at yourself and see yourself based on your flaws and your shortcomings. God does not consult those things before he decides to bless you. He will bless you even in the midst of your failure or your perceived failure (laughs) because he uses all of our mistakes. He uses everything for not only his own glory, but for your benefit. Okay, that's just by the way. But today I want to talk to you about three marriage fears that you should ignore. Now, when I was getting married, I was scared. My husband to be seemed to be wonderful, but I was scared. You know, I went to my pastor and I told him, you know, pastor, I'm so scared. You know, I've never lived with a man before. (laughs) My pastor just kind of laughed at me. He's like, well, how are you going to learn what it's like until you actually do it? You know, I've never been married before, never lived with a man before. I never even had brothers. So I didn't know what to expect, you know, living in the same house with a man. So there's a certain level of fear there when I got married. But I want to dispel some fears that many of us have, and they're unfounded. They really are. But it's common. The reason why people have fear is because of lack of knowledge. So I want to make sure that I give you enough knowledge today that you don't have fear. First of all, fear is bad. Fear is unacceptable and fear should not be in your life because fear is a magnet. Anything you fear, you're inviting into your life. Fear is like faith in reverse. What you fear, what you're basically saying is that you have faith in that thing to harm you when you have fear. So you are actually attracting it into your life. That's what happens so many times. And people said, see, I knew it. I just knew it was going to happen. But no, it's not because you knew it's going to happen. It's because you attracted it into your life. So be very careful with fear. Now, I'm going to tell you three fears that most people have and why they should be ignored. Number one, number one fear that most people have, and this is not in order of importance. It's just in order of chronological order. Number one fear that most people have is that my marriage will end in divorce. Now, what chapter, what verse, what 
in God's word says that your marriage will end up in divorce. Do you see anything in God's word that says your marriage will end up in divorce? So why are you looking at social media, looking at celebrities who get divorced every second, looking at your friends or the people who, you know, maybe have never gotten married in your family or divorced in the family and thinking that your marriage will end up in divorce? You have no right, no reason to have such a fear. Your marriage will not end up in divorce. Do you know you have the power to choose what you think? You do. You have the power to decide what you think, and you have the power to decide what you're focused on. What you focus on grows. Do not focus on the fact that your marriage will end up in divorce because it's not a fact. You, it doesn't have to be your reality. That's somebody else's reality. That's not your reality. You can make a decision that your case is different and you can make that decision now. You can make the, the decision that you will be married for 40, 50, 60 years. I just met a couple that's been married 40 years. Now, being married 40 years is, doesn't mean that it was easy all those 40 years, but it meant that they worked at it. It also meant that they had some joy in it. They had some peace and happiness and some great memories in it. You can make the decision that you are going to marry your best friend and have a wonderful adventure. Make that decision today. Do not allow fear to cripple your heart. You can make the decision that you are going to do everything possible to educate yourself about what it means to be a wife. Marry, you are 50% of your marriage. So if you get it right on your side, you're making your marriage even better just by working on you. Okay, so there is no reason to be afraid of divorce. Number two, that I always, a reason for fear in marriage that I always hear is that I'll marry the wrong person. Now, I want to preface this by saying that God does not pick your husband. He doesn't. <laughs> I'm going to do an entire podcast episode on that because that's a common myth that people have that, oh, God chooses your husband. No, ma'am, he does not choose your husband. But you can give God permission to intervene. You can do that. You know, when I was getting married, I was too scared. Oh, gosh. I was scared about making the wrong decision because I know I have a calling on my life and I knew that there are certain things I wanted to do. I've been serving God since I was 11 in one capacity or another. So I didn't I didn't want anybody that will come into my life and mess that up. So I was like, God, I don't even trust myself to make the right decision, especially in my past. Before I started learning about getting married God's way, I used to choose men based on exterior things like or what they look like and how they what their personality was like, things like that. Nothing that was long lasting. I didn't choose them based on spiritual characteristics. So I was really afraid to choose on my own. So what you can do if you're afraid to choose on your own, number one, you can ask God to intervene. You know, you can give God that permission. You can say, God, you know, I don't want to make this decision on my own. If you see me going the wrong way, please, I give you permission to intervene because God will not interfere. But if you give him permission, he'll intervene. I give you permission to intervene in any relationship I'm in that is not headed the right way, any relationship I'm in that is not your will. But you kind of have to do that before you enter the relationship, because if you don't, if you do it in the midst of it, Chances are you're not going to feel like it's God, you know, especially if you've gotten already emotionally attached to the person. 
But before you start dating, ask God to intervene. You know, if the person is not right, break you guys up. You can also involve wise counsel. Get a pastor, get a, a mature believer, somebody you somebody who has proven to be mature, and ask them, you know, for their advice. When you meet someone, get wise counsel. Get wise counsel from your parents. If your parents are godly, if you're fortunate enough to have godly parents, get wise counsel from them. You don't have to make the decision completely by yourself. Especially if you have a bad, if you have a track record of choosing bad. Yeah, (laughs) I had a track record of choosing bad. So I was not about to choose again by myself. So if you have a track record of choosing bad men or men that, you know, turn out to be like a nightmare. (laughs) If I were you, I'd get some help with that choosing. And I would ask God to intervene. Break us up, Lord, if it's not right. And then you also want to be somebody that prays in tongues. I'm going to do a podcast episode about that as well. You want to be somebody that prays in tongues during this process. Pray in tongues a lot because as you're praying in tongues, you could be canceling the relationship with your tongues and not even knowing it. You know, you could be drawing the right person to yourself and not even knowing it. When you pray in tongues, you're praying God's will. The Holy Spirit is praying through you. So that way you are almost guaranteed to be in God's will. If you pray in tongues a lot about the marriage and your future and your future spouse. So praying tongues a lot while you're single, okay? So that will help you avoid number that number two fear of marrying the wrong person. You have no reason to be afraid of marrying the wrong person. Already set in your mind that you're going to marry the right person so that you attract the right person. Already set that in your mind that the right person is attracted to you. You will find the right person. Your paths are crossing. You will know each other when you meet. You can say all those kind of things, okay? You do not have to be at the mercy of circumstances. You can decide what you want and then you can have what you want. Okay, now the third fear that I often hear people say or often hear women say is that my husband will cheat. Now, that fear doesn't make sense unless you marry a cheater. If you married a cheater, then absolutely, and you know he's a cheater, then absolutely you should be afraid (laughs) that he'll cheat. If you married a cheater, yes, um, yeah, I'd be afraid too that he's going to cheat. So that fear is unfounded or that he'll mistreat me or all kind of things enter women's minds about marriage because, you know, there's and I understand it because there's so many bad examples out there. There's so many uh, things that people go through out there. You, you know, we see so many things. We see women being mistreated. We see some of us have seen our parents, our our our, our own mothers mistreated in marriage and or outside of marriage. And we get nervous that, you know, it's going to happen to us or we've been cheated on in the past. And those scars and those wounds are back. You know, we were like, okay, maybe that's going to happen to me again. Absolutely not. Do not be afraid that your husband will cheat on you unless you married a cheater. So that means you need to make a conscious decision that you are going to carefully observe this person's character and you need to make a conscious decision that if you see anything in their character that is not right you're going to run as fast as you can so you can't make excuses for the man before marriage and then 
be yelling and screaming after marriage. Do you understand what I'm saying? Let me repeat that. Don't make excuses for the man before marriage and then be yelling and screaming after marriage. If before marriage he showed you his player card, if before marriage he told he showed you that he was a dog, if before marriage he showed you that he had no disregard for you, then you were you married him. You have no reason to say anything. He 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 showed you who he was. If someone shows you who they are, believe them. So the best thing you can do for yourself to avoid that fear is not to marry somebody that falls into those categories. But if the person hasn't showed you anything like that, then put your foot down and tell fear to get out of your life. Tell yourself, I refuse to fear. You know, when I was getting married, I was so scared that my husband, when you, my husband had a child before, you know, before we met. And child was much older, but I was afraid that when I got pregnant, that it wouldn't be a big deal for him because he's already had a child. Can you imagine? That's one of the fears. It's so silly for me to think that. And my husband hadn't done anything to make me think he wouldn't be excited about, you know, when I got pregnant or, you know, it'll be like, oh, this is my second child. It's not as important as my first. He hadn't done anything. So that fear was unfounded. You see, there's fears that unfounded. If if somebody cheats on you or mistreats you, then you have a right to be afraid. And quite frankly, you should just walk away from the relationship. But if the person has never done anything bad, never mistreated you, always treated you like a princess, always be kind and gentle with you, why are you afraid? So I was afraid of that for no reason. But for some reason, that was in the back of my head. And do you know when I got pregnant and when I had my son, I had never seen a more devoted father. Do you know when people meet my husband, they're like, I can't believe that's not his only child because the way he treats my son is as if not only that he treats him so well, but they would treat him almost like he's was told that he would never have children. <laughs> you know how if somebody's told that they would never have children and then all of a sudden they have a child, that kind of way they treat that child. That's how my husband treats our son. And his other son, his first son, he treats him as well too. He treats him that way too. So he's just a good dad all around. So just goes to show you that that was a, a stupid fear. That was a fake fear. There was no reason for me to have that fear. And that's what fear is. Fear is false evidence appearing real. It's not real. It's just your mind wanting you to believe it because the minute you believe it, it becomes your reality. The minute you accept it as part of your reality, then it's just a matter of time before it manifests in your life. So you have no reason being afraid. Okay. In Job, he says that I, the thing which I greatly feared has come upon me. He was so afraid of his kids partying and something bad happening to them. And he was so afraid of, you know, so many things that he used to pray and make sacrifices all the time. And guess what? Everything he was afraid of started happening. So you have to be afraid. Fear is an attractor. You have no reason to be afraid of being mistreated in marriage. You have no reason to be afraid of being divorced. You have no reason to be afraid of marrying the wrong person. God is with you. He is with you. And his word has a whole lot to say about having a wonderful marriage, has a whole lot to say about the type of person you should look out for when it comes to getting married. And his word has a whole lot to say about 
why you should be looking forward to marriage, you know, so don't be afraid. In fact, be excited. Be excited that you're going to have a great, great marriage and a beautiful home. So I want you to imagine that you end up with the right person who treats you absolutely well. The thought of cheating on you, the thought of mistreating you, the thought of doing anything to you that is other than Good never ever crosses his mind. In fact, he's always looking for ways to bless you. He's always looking for ways to give you more. He's always looking for ways to do more for you. I want you to imagine that that's your reality because it can be. Have a great day. Take care now. Bye-bye. I'm sure you got a lot out of today's episode. Don't forget to share. And guess what? The conversation doesn't have to end here. Hop online to www.husbandfactory.com to subscribe to my VIP newsletter. Just scroll to the bottom of any page and you'll see the button there. Remember, all the great love stories you've ever heard out of all of them, yours is going to be the best. Can't wait to hear it. See you next week.